For most golfers, this topic today is gonna to come way out of left field. But trust me, this is happening. No one else is talking about it right now, but the death of the golf cart is real, and it's probably gonna happen sooner than you think. This year at the PGA Show, the biggest topic, the biggest conversation wasn't the newest driver or the newest wedge or the newest putter. The biggest topic that the energy and vibe was all about was what is going to replace the next golf cart and solve the pace of play problem. And not just the golf cart, what are the technologies that are gonna solve pace of play? And you might not see it tomorrow, you might not see it next week, but you will see it in the couple years to come. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. Pace of play, the death of the golf cart, and technologies that are gonna solve a big, big problem in golf. Let's face it, most of us would all like to play more golf. Problem is, for most of us, golf takes too goddamn long to play. And if you don't believe that, you should have been at the PGA show this year and the last three or four years. Because the big story wasn't a new driver from Callaway. It wasn't the fact that TaylorMade wasn't at the show. It wasn't that Bryson DeChambeau was taking over the world with one link clubs or Justin Rose was switching to Homa. It was an electric motorcycle golf cart. And while I don't think that that will survive, I do know this, the two-man cart as it currently exists will not survive in the future if golf wants to solve this problem and can easily solve this problem by moving away from that. So what will ultimately survive as the next viable golf cart 2.0? Well, before we decide what's going to survive, we need to kind of address what the problem is. And in simple terms, it's pace of play. And that is a four or five hour round has become commonplace. And the two and a half hour round not only can be achieved, but solving the problem isn't that complex. And generally speaking, complex problems often have very simple solutions. And the simplest ones are often the best ones. So how do you solve the problem? Well, first, like you see at the show, entrepreneurs and businesses have seen pace of play as an opportunity to create a solution. And what we're seeing is things like surfboards and trikes and motorbikes and all kinds of things. And while I don't think any of those will be the ultimate solution for multiple reasons, both safety, and just cleanliness at the end of the day if you're wearing white pants and driving a motorcycle on a half dewy day uh, you got a major problem there how do we get from where we are now to what will be the ultimate solution how do we get to two and a half hour rounds i think it's going to be multifaceted. it's not going to be just a golf cart there's going to be a few things that happen but the keys to the success of this are the fact that the two and a half hour round is achievable and that to achieve it there are going to need to be multiple solutions but those solutions have to be seamless the golfer can't even know that they're happening and lastly it's got to feel still like regular golf meaning it can't feel like top golf or a hybrid of top golf which some of these people are talking about now it's still got to be golf okay what we currently have right now is a two-man cart that everybody rides in at their local golf course. And what we are seeing at the show 
over the last few years is people trying to solve that pace of play problem by creating one-man vehicles. The first one that we saw that kind of grabbed the attention of the industry was the surfboard. And while it's really cool, it's kind of unsafe. I talked to a surfer at the show that had ridden one and said, you know, I've surfed my whole life. And there were a couple times where I was scared riding the surfboard golf cart around. And this guy was, you know, mid-30s. So if you flesh that out to somebody that is not mid-30s and older than that, you know, that's obviously not a viable solution. And I don't think at the end of the day we're going to have 52 different types of carts solve this problem. I think it's going to be either one or two different types of carts. In my opinion, the ultimate solution would be to split the current cart we have down, right down the middle, and create one-man carts. But that also creates some issues. The infrastructure right now is built for two-man carts. When you split it down the middle, the cost has to be equal for the course. And generally, if you split something in the middle like that, you're going to have instead of one battery, two batteries. You know, the cost would probably go up some. So cost would be a factor. The other solution, though, that could help is doing it as a hybridized system. And that would be something like you see in cities now, where you have bird scooters and the golf course doesn't have to buy them all up front or lease them up front. These companies could just kind of sit them at the courses and do a rev share to where if a golfer walks to the course today and sees a motorcycle or whatever the next solution might be to the golf course fun and time issue, he can swipe his card, ride around the course, have a little fun, and play faster. But this also causes a problem because if you have people riding in two-man carts and one-man carts, the one-man cart would, in theory, go faster and be ahead of the guy that you're playing with in two-man carts. Once again, doesn't solve the problem. So I think it's going to be something like a one-man cart that looks currently like the one now where it is safe. You don't have a chance of falling out unless you're driving drunk and crazy like some of these people you see on Instagram. And also just for the fact that it protects you from the environment. A lot of these solutions that you're seeing right now, whether it be a surfboard or a motorcycle, don't protect you from any type of rain or mud or things like that. So I think you're gonna see a one-man cart that is covered similar to what we see now. And I think you might also see another option that entices the guy that walks. Because remember, you have people that walk and ride. And it's not only we need a better solution for the guy that rides, but we need a better solution for the guy that typically walks. And you might be able to convince them to take a motorcycle. So I think what you're going to see is a one-man cart that is in all the cart barns and fills the house and then you might see a hybrid option that sits outside and you can swipe a card and ride if you want. But at the end of the day, I just don't see the two-man cart surviving in the way at least it exists now. To find out what the best driver is for you right now, check out TrueGolfFit.com, the world's first personalized golf fitting engine. Not only can you find out what the best driver is for you, it's going to tell you exactly how much longer and how much more accurate. Nobody does that in golf. TrueGolfFit.com One of the other cool things we saw that is solving some pace of play problems was a product called Tag Marshall. I had never heard of it. They gave a presentation that, in complete honesty, cured our insomnia 
But at the end of the day, they had some really interesting stats. And one of them that caught our attention was they're at courses like Pebble Beach, and it's saving, you know, 27 minutes around at Pebble Beach and some other courses. And you go, oh, you know, pay too much attention to that. But here's the ramification and cool factor of that. If everyone remembers, you know, five, 10 years ago when you would buy a car and they try to sell, upsell you on a $5,000 GPS unit, it's all been replaced with something as simple as Google Maps, right? A phone in your hand, you don't need GPS systems built into your car. And the fact that you have to upgrade the software all the time, it's been replaced. It's obsolete. In golf carts, a lot of times you see similar type systems where you have these built-in hubs that have things where you can you know, see where you are on the golf course. It has a GPS. You can order food. It's expensive, and it's not properly integrated, and there's just not the features of the product that we saw that really helped pace a play. What we saw was something that looked like an iPhone. It attached to the golf cart, and while I don't know if this is going to be the ultimate solution, I'm going to tell you how it kept us playing golf in what has traditionally been a five and a half, six hour round at a media day event during the PGA show down to ahead of that. I think we played in less than four hours. Basically what it does is it's a GPS and it tells you, you know, how far you are away from the hole and all that great stuff but they're all interconnected to all the other different devices on the course. And it also just kind of tells you at all times, it's not a, an alarm or anything like that. It just says, hey, you're three minutes ahead, four minutes behind. And what that does is subconsciously just kind of tells you, hey, you know, I need to speed up a little bit, but you're not rushing. And what it did for us was, like we said, in a round that typically took us five and a half or six hours, I think we completed it under four by just having this device. So why does that matter? Well, take that 27 minutes at Pebble Beach. What they are finding is pretty damn interesting. If you play a five hour round and you get done with your buddies and you look at your watch at the end of the round and you have you know kids and a family, you're shot out of a cannon to get home because you know you have a ton of other shit to do. You can't be playing golf for 10 hours. You can't hang out at the club for more time. But that 27 minutes after rounds, when people get done, they're spending more time in the pro shop and the restaurant. So they're going into the club and now having a hot dog or a hamburger and spending their money you know, in the clubhouse. And then they're going into the pro shop and checking out the clubs. So what that 27 minutes has done is also speed up play, but also help the golf course and probably help your marriage. So at the end of the day, the two and a half hour round, just by seeing some of the options in the realm of possibility of the next golf cart and products like Tag Marshall and some other things that can be done fairly easily, golf can be modernized and still be as quick and fun and still look exactly like golf as it has in the past, which is incredible because the solutions that you're hearing from all over the place are so radical when, once again, the solutions to problems, the best ones, are generally the simplest ones. And changing the cart, you're still going to be driving around. You're not going to notice much difference. And 10 years after it's you know existed, you'll forget about the two-man cart. Just like we forgot about some of the products that came before us, like the Feather Golf Ball and the products before that. So evolution is just part of survival. And 
To survive, golf has to evolve, but it's got to do it intelligently. And like I said, at the end of the day, for it to actually grab a hold and stick, it's got to still feel like golf, and it's got to solve the problems for all the parties involved, the golf course, the golfers, and the companies that are making the products. Anyway, just wanted to kind of go over that because we thought it was interesting. And I had a conversation with somebody yesterday and we take it for granted because we're exposed to this information and kind of forget that this is interesting to the average golfer because they wanted to hear about what the cool driver was and what we were telling them was about the golf cart. And they were kind of shocked that that's what we were telling them instead of a driver, you know, or a new putter or whatever. And it's, it is kind of forward thinking, I think, because it's not here yet. So the average golfer is probably not going to see this. But I do think in the next couple years, you are going to see this change. And I do think that it's potentially possible that golf will speed up a hell of a lot over the next few years. And you won't even realize why it's happening, which is a great thing. So tell us what you think. What do you think will solve the golf cart pace of play problem? What products have you seen that you think could help? Uh, we're interested to hear. And you know, until next time, see you later.